Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. This is the Bill Squire Show. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of whatever show this is. There's no way to know. No way to know. Who are we? I'm going through, I forgot who I am. Maybe you guys can help. All right, before we get into everything else, thank you so much to everybody that's been watching and listening and sharing and, and doing everything. I appreciate it more than you know. It really means a lot to me. I'm putting a lot into this show. I love this show. It's very fun. I think it's evolving into something that's very special. And all you guys have to do is click buttons. And all you have to do is click you buttons and enjoy. You don't have pants on. Uh, and what I need you to also do, I'm, I got a little bit of a favor to ask. Make sure if you are a listener, make sure you also subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you are a watcher on the YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe to one of the podcast platforms. Uh, just to get, you know, it's, it's a numbers-driven business. And so, especially with YouTube, I need those get numbers. Get it in every hole. Get it in every hole. That's right. The Bill Squire Show, get it in every hole. That's <laughs> the new motto. And uh, we, we got some exciting things to announce coming very soon. Do we? Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's on the way. You, I told you oh, about I it. Oh, I do know. Yeah, but we haven't... Can I just pretend that I don't know? Yeah, you can pretend. It's way more fun. You can do whatever you want. I know. Uh, so... I do. We got some exciting things coming soon. Uh... I want to make sure they're they're cool first, but uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. But if you su- subscribe on YouTube, I'm, I'm trying to get to a thousand subscribers. I'm almost halfway there. It's hard to get people to hit subscribe. Also, it's free to subscribe. I, I think people will click the button. You hit- can do it in your bed. You can do it drunk. You can do it in the shower. You can do it while you're driving. You shouldn't, but you can. Yeah, she's not wrong. It's like you Doc, but Dr. You can. Seuss in in a in a fox in a fox with a house. Who knows? I also like the Bill Squire show. You shouldn't, but you can. <laughs> I think we might have to have a, a show slogan, and we'll have a vote. It's a. Uh, I'm already winning for who has the cleverest things. So, what Dude. was the the first one? Uh, get in every hole. Get in in every hole, or you shouldn't. But you, but can. you can. I think we'll I'll I, put that I don't up. Know. I like the second one. You shouldn't, but you can. Yeah. I like them both. I think we have to put it up to the listeners. Uh, I think if we put it up to them. Hey, remember uh, when you didn't vote the first time? Do it this time. <laughs> now it matters. There's stakes now. Ugh. Ooh, yes, there are stakes. Ooh, can we just go right into this? Yeah, we can go. That's a great segue to our Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is that what we're calling it? That's what I've been calling it. All right. Well, I like it. So why don't you tell everybody what Thanksgiving means to you and why we're doing Thanksgiving. Or I could just skip the first part and go on to the second part. I want them to have a background because you really like Thanksgiving. I do like Thanksgiving, but it also... There's some things that I don't want to share with everybody about Thanksgiving. Well, you don't have to share every single thing you like about Thanksgiving. You can just give like a... It's more some of the things I don't like about Thanksgiving. Give... Just... 
you don't have to share the I things you don't like. I love Thanksgiving. There you go. That's what they need to know. Halloween, Thanksgiving, two faves. Have you noticed the theme here? Food. Um, and dressing strangely. That's also a big. Thing. Are we dressing strangely for Thanksgiving? No, but you do that on Halloween, and I haven't decided what I'm going to wear for Thanksgiving. It could be a turkey hat. You don't know. I might cook up something special too. Oh, you're cooking. No, I'm not going to cook. Oh, I'm going to cook okay. up some okay, so, special outfit. So since this year, Thanksgiving, like we're not going to be with our families. It's just going to be us and this idiot dog. Um, I decided that I decided for us that we are going to have this ridiculous Thanksgiving feast. No fucking turkey. Yes, mashed potatoes. Yes, gravy. Yes, shitty box stuffing because nobody has time for the real garbage. And honestly, the shitty box stuffing is the better stuffing. Every time I've ever had other stuffing, I'm like, this is good. Like, I still enjoy it, but shitty box stuffing is pretty want, fucking good. Do you want good. a secret ingredient to that? What's that? MSG. MSG. Madison Square Garden. Don't get me started, because then we're going to talk about fish. There's other things that happen there. No, there are not. They play basketball games. Who's basketball? Basketball's my favorite sport. That's why I have all these shoes. You don't even play. All right, Papa Shot. Uh, anyway. I love it when they come and bid Papa Shot. I almost texted you that today <laughs> when I asked you for money. <laughs> <laughs> um, Reluctantly asked me for money. I'm like, hey, how much do I need to give you for this dinner that's for both of us? And she's like, oh, no. I got uncomfortable talking about money. I'm like, okay, just tell me how much it costs and I'll give you the fucking money. Also, that's not how my text voice sounds. It's usually me, um, anxiety ridden, all capital letters. That's pretty anxiety ridden. Maybe not all capital letters, but. I don't know. I don't know how much money. <laughs> There's your text voice. It's me, just regular, just holding on to whatever is near me. All Anyways, right. we're having lobster. We're having ribeye. I'm making risotto. What else? Bacon-wrapped asparagus. Pumpkin rolls. Fancy whiskey. Not that fancy, but I like this whiskey a lot. Good whiskey. Better than what we usually drink, which is... Ooh, I almost bought... Fancy fucking old granddad today. Do they have fancy old granddad? Fancier than the fucking 80, what, 100 proof? It's 114 proof. Ooh. It's a cute little bottle. I looked I at might it. Go and pick I might You probably should. Yeah, all right. I think I'll go get that tomorrow. I don't uh, think I have it at Wetch McCall's. I have to go to an actual Simone's. store. Simone's. Simone's. My favorite liquor store. I like Simone's. It's just not as close as Sapel's. Yeah, but they have more stuff. So right, I, 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 I understand. Out, I will go out of my way to go stand and stare at the same 12 ciders and pick a different one that I bought last time. Mm-hmm. I get it. Ooh, I, just... I also bought... Did I, just... I, t- I think I told you this earlier. Um, Shaxbury released their yeah. deer snacks. Very excited. Yeah, we're having a Thanksgiving. I'm excited. I think it's going to be great. I'm very excited about it. So we got what? Ribeye? Ribeye. Lobster? Lobster. Duck. Risotto. Else. Fake stuffing. Fake stuffing. Uh, bo- shitty box stuffing. Mashed Ooh, potatoes. I'm also making myself, and you can have some, but it's mostly for me. Tartar. Oh, oh yeah, tartar. So yeah, I'll okay. eat tartar, but you fuck with tartar harder than I do. Oh, dude, I'm so like I like you're like. Should we have steak or tartar? And I'm like, let's have both because you like tartar way more than I do. I'm but I want a steak. Yeah. Thinking about this, like I, w- I went to Ohio City Provisions today and got their last piece of the best thing in the case for tartar. What's the best thing for tartar? I don't know, but it was the tiniest piece of filet that I needed and it was mm. beautiful. 
Well, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be very fun, a little bit different, but it's going to be a good time. Absolutely different. Mm-hmm. Very different. But and I'm I'm a big fan of doing things a little different. I'm so excited. Yeah. So, and then later in the day, well, I think I, we just got the time now. I just, my mom just texted me uh, in our group chat for our family. Uh, I'm going to play at 3 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to play a family game of... What's it called? Um, Among Us. Among Us. You're an astronaut person. Yeah. Oh, it's not about fungus? No. There's not a fungus among us? There might be. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But there's imposters. I, yeah. I'm excited to see how it all plays out. I'm ex- Appa- apparently, it's really cute. It's, yeah. My, I, mean, I have a screenshot of it. Hold on. My nieces and nephews love it. Uh, I've seen other people play it. I see memes about it all the time. They use the word sus a lot, which I think is very funny because that's something that I learned the, the phrase sus from pound cake talking about dudes that are a little sus when it comes to their sexuality elaborate on that please and so he'll ooh, pound cake or dog <laughs> pound doodle pound doodle uh so he'll you know be like yeah this person says they're straight but then there's other you know mannerisms or they slide into someone's dms and that makes them a little bit sus that's funny and so that's so, but in the context of this game, it's someone that is one of the here's a intruders. Picture, here's a picture from this game. Yeah, it looks it looks cute. It truly says it's so cute. Um, but was it intruder or um, imposter? Imposter. Okay, she's so got, if you're an imposter, you're sus. She's got a flamingo thing on her fucking head. That's pretty sus. This other guy's got a pirate thing. I don't sus. know. Sus. I don't know. We'll find out. This bro doesn't have a fucking hat. I'm blaming him. My. Uh, Nieces and nephews are very excited to all play. How old are they? They're all like, I mean, the oldest nephew's probably 17. And then they go down to, to I mean, four, five. Is she so the, five now? God damn. Yeah. People grow. People get old. They sure do. Including us. Yep. Hey, we're coming up on a year dating. <laughs> all right. So so we talked about Spanksgiving. Spanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Thanks. Uh, Thank you. I'm not wearing Spanx. No, but Fuck there no. could I'm be a Spank in. I'm probably wearing no pants. My roommate will not be home for most of the day. Well, then no pants is fine. She wouldn't care if you weren't wearing pants. She'd probably prefer it. Be homophobic not to wear. Okay. No pants. <laughs> what? What did she say the other day? <laughs> something. Something about I don't know. Whoopsie was <laughs> carpet munching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She was chewing on the carpet, and you're like, Mar- whoopsie, don't chew the carpet. And, don't be a carpet muncher. And she goes, homophobic. Oh, it's very funny. So, uh, what else? Weird. You don't like yourself. I, okay. <laughs> I hate myself, but that's a known fact, okay? Switching topics. No, I don't actually hate myself, but, like, whatever. Um... I get annoyed at my... Like, listening back to this, mm-hmm. I get so annoyed. By you? By me. And maybe it's just, like, drunk me, because it was it was the thing about um, personal reality that I listened back at, and I was cringing on my way to work, and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. I really enjoyed that episode. I really thought we were talking about some good stuff. You just got... I mean, you definitely were squealing and stuff like that. But I think that's part of who you are. It is part of who I am. But I didn't realize I was so fucking obnoxious. (laughs) I mean... Yes, I did. Okay, I'm lying. It's just... It's... 
realizing it versus watching it and hearing it having to, is different. Having to be outside of my own brain about it is a whole different situation. Well, yeah, like there's especially there's, when I've been drinking. When you when you're feeling mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A certain type of way. And you're you're like really in the moment and you're expressing all these emotions. And then you go back and watch it. You go, ah, that feels weird. But But I loved it. I thought you were great. But also that... Like that clip that I posted where you are like so uncomfortable about the topic that you are like crawling out of the chair is very fun. Okay, but that's how I, that's exactly how I feel about those kinds of people. When, right. Go go away, idiot. (laughs) Get a job. But that's how I feel about these kinds of people. Like they just, they make me so uncomfortable. <clears throat> oh, I don't even. I just, I just can't, I can't. I don't want to talk to you. I can't look at you. You're not a real person. It's just, the, it's a lot. It's, but they are real people, and we know lots of people that are like that. And I hate them and they, all. And they I live don't in hate there. Them all. You love, don't hate them all. There's some that you love a lot. I know, and it's awful. <laughs> do you want to rank them? I'm kidding. We won't do that. There's too many. Who yeah. do I start with? And do I rank them by worst to best? And what's best? And what's worst? I don't know. Like best of being the most emotionally manipulative? <laughs> Mom, number one. Yeah, I'm going to co-sign that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Your mom. My mom is uh, more... She's... I wouldn't say manipulative, but she's definitely uh, withholding... I would say. Uh, my, but my, my mom and... We, our parents have different styles. Yeah, and my mom and I's relationship has definitely gone through a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I saw her today, and every, every, like it's fine. We're fine. Everything's mm-hmm. fine. My mom keeps... Well, like, I got real emotional on election night because it looked bad for certain things. Uh-huh. Ohio didn't turn blue like I had, you know, foolishly hoped. Eat this toy, asshole, and not bother me. And she eat the toy asshole. And uh, I don't know. We just we're we're trying to do our best to get along, uh, but you know it's it's weird. And uh, you know uh, there's and this kind of leads into the last topic is me getting into it with my daughter about astrology. And it's kind of the same thing that I go through with my parents, where they have these beliefs that are wrong, and they're wrong. They're not true, and they hold on to them so fervently that it makes me crazy and then I see my daughter doing a similar thing different belief but still 
hanging on to something that is proven wrong and it makes me nuts and I'm not the best at delivering my dislike you're not the best at that and you're also not the best at taking a deep breath before you say stuff to people like that well because I get I, I think it's annoying that they're allowed to use their feelings whenever they as want. As weapons? Yeah. Well, when they use their feelings as any way to Here get... Here we go. We're back in this fucking emotional yeah. reality bull fucking shit. They use their emotions as any a way to get out of any sort of personal responsibility. And then when I tell them that something that they believe in is detrimental to my mental health, they go, well, you just have to accept it. And that's fucking hypocritical and it's bullshit and it goes against everything that you were talking to me about. You're trying to tell me that, oh, you can believe whatever you want, even if it has a, a negative effect. You go, well, it doesn't have a negative effect. It doesn't hurt anybody. But it does hurt me. When you believe in stuff that is proven wrong, it hurts me because you are using that to justify certain actions in your life that could otherwise, you, you could make better decisions. Is she saying hurt as just, like, the general physical hurt? Or is it, like, the overall emotional, mental, well, and ac physical? Well, according to them, the emotional thing is very important, too. So, it's... I That's where I get confused. Where if I express that these things hurt me emotionally, there's no respect for my emotions. But I always have to respect their emotions at, like, such a high level. And it's fucking bananas because that's the reality yeah i know whoopsie lay down she lives in a fucking dumb dog reality lay down oh, sit God. okay what else do we want to talk about i think we kind of went through everything pretty quickly that was 15 16 minutes i don't know Ugh. you want more to talk about i don't know i liked it i think it's good it's succinct it will tack on nicely to an episode and i think we can leave it at that Whatever you want to do. You're the boss. I think that's good for me. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for watching this episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share. Tell some other people that you like it. Click the buttons. Comment. Click, do all the dumb all shit. The buttons. Interact with us. We want this podcast to be super fucking popular, and I think it's really good. It's an us, apparently. I'm included. Mm-hmm. You are included. You're one of the people's favorite parts of this podcast. I don't And I need to why. put you on every week. But why? Okay. Because Thank people enjoy you. I'm not asking you. I'm asking, like, what the fuck is it that's so... What, it, what, why? Because you're enjoyable. You're, you're funny, and you're cute, and you... You have a biased opinion. Yeah, so? So do they. Why? How? No, they know. don't. They saw your butt. Yeah. If you're just listening, she pulled her sunglasses. She's been wearing sunglasses this whole time. <laughs> uh, down and, and looked at the camera like a cool guy in an 80s movie. I'm, that's, 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 <laughs> you first Buellered it. I just, it's my day <laughs> off. Fuck you guys. I'm leaving. Bye. I'm not even supposed to be here today. All drive right. Backwards in my dad's car to reverse the mileage. <laughs> His friend's dad's car. What's that guy's name? Cameron. Cameron. When Cameron was in Egypt land. How many times have you watched that movie? A lot. So my neighbor. Probably 10 or 15 at least. I have probably watched it a hundred times. Okay. 
So I you love, win. I love that movie. It's a great movie. It was one of my neighbor's kids' favorite movies. Mm. So you guys watch it all the time? We would watch that, and we would watch Science, the alien movie. I haven't watched Science since it came out. I watched it. You want to watch it? Sure. Right now? That or Pasta Uncles. I feel like you want to watch Pasta Uncles. What do you, do you want to watch Science? I want to watch the alien reach his fingers under the fucking cupboard cabinet to get the kids. You want to see that? You want to just watch that one scene? No, I want to watch the whole thing and be terrified and not sleep. Can we do that for Thanksgiving? We also got the Lego uh, Star Wars oh, special. Yeah. Okay, you got to bring over your computer. Okay, I can. Can I just bring over like a media player? What does that even mean? I will take care of it. <laughs> if it plugs in, I don't know how to use it. Unless I know. It's, unless it's party lights. But what if it's a, a Hitachi massager? the fuck are you saying you don't know what a hitachi back massager is fuck no i don't i know what it's a fucking tamagotchi is i don't know what a hitachi massager is it's the back massager that's really just a vibrator for ladies but it's like a favorite i know you don't use vibrators the fuck do i need a vibrator for i don't know maybe you want to up your tunnel, home slice well why do you think you got carpal tunnel maybe it's time to switch to a vibrator <sighs> Nah, nah. So you're just going to continue to decimate no, been, your poor I've been, wrist. I've been trying. You've been switching hands? I've, I've tried. Does it work? It's real hard. Yeah, well, maybe a vibrator's in your... Maybe that's what you get for Christmas. The, 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 no, because I don't want... I have to, we have, we've made the rule. We have to make our presents, so I'm going to fashion you an old-fashioned vibrator. What does that even I'm oh, going to buy God, a vacuum. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to retrofit it. And you wanted to quit two minutes ago. I, well, this is something I, I've been doing lately where I say, like, yeah, let's wrap it up, and then it goes into something else that's pretty awesome, and uh, I've been enjoying it. I did the same thing with uh, Annie on her oh, episode. That's fun. It's, it's been pretty fun. Get out of here, dog. You are not getting to... Ooh, and she will not like the vacuum vibrator. You're not allowed near me if that... If my... <laughs> Fuck you, dog! No! <laughs> you humped me so much today! She's a humpy dog. You don't even have a vagina! I removed it! Get your sticks away from me! But she's learning some stuff. Stop it! Should we show them... Uh... How you you're gonna have to go look at Whoopsie's Instagram. Well, don't fashion me a vibrator. Let me see what I can do. I don't. Want it might it. double. It might work as like a sex toy for me too if I get a fitting. I got that shop back in there. I think I can use it as a suction tool. I'm here with my buddy Chris Allen, a comedian, uh vet of the Air Force, and all around uh fun dude. <laughs> Thanks, man. I, I, I like how you had to pause and try to find some nice shit to say about me. I just I only knew two credits. <laughs> He's like, uh all around good guy. Yeah. yeah I think fun dude's more his best. Anytime I've hung out with you, which is not a ton of times, I've always like I feel like I've gotten a story out of each situation. And I feel like that's, oh, that's really, a, yeah, a, a story. Yeah, let's yeah. talk well, about one of these stories. Oh, when, we, boy. when we were at Hofbrau House, <laughs> this last time we were hanging out, it was the day they called the election, uh, and so I, th- I feel like I, I was in a pretty good mood. 
And then we're all hanging out at Hopper House. And all of a sudden, this family shows up and they bring all these little like 12 year old white kids and they're just running amok outside. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I forgot about that. And you're just like, you know, you kind of said what everybody was saying. It was like, like, of course, these white kids can do this. But if there's a black family, like someone would be like, oh, my God, these kids are so uh, disruptive. Right, and that's why they are the way they are because the parents don't blah 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 blah. Yeah, right. I get it. <laughs> I, I hate all kids equally, all of them. <laughs> there you go. My son is down there right now running amok, man. He's he's downstairs just ruling. That's his area, man. How old is he? He's eight. Oh yeah, that's a fun <laughs> age though. Yeah, he has ADHD pretty bad. So dude, it, it takes him about forty five minutes just to eat dinner. I mean, it's it's a lot. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We were prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. I mean, you're talking like four nuggets, an apple, uh, some green beans, and some noodles. And it's just it's and a bunch an of hour. in between, too. Yeah, dude, he's he he's up and he'll run around, grab a nugget. He'll eat that for fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's pretty it's pretty wild. Yeah. So, but during the day, we he's he's on medication, but when it wears off, it's just like. Rah! Is is wow. there like a, is there a steep drop though? Okay, so like the medication wears off, then when he goes to bed, does he just kind of like conk out wherever he's at when he runs out of fuel? It can get some nights. It can get pretty emotional. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. They, that, yeah. They, yeah, they warned about that. He's on a uh, Vivance, and it, he yeah. can sometimes he can kind of crash emotionally, and then you can tell him one little thing, and it's just like, oh, you hate me. I'm a bad son. I'm not a good boy. It's just like, oh my god. But you know, it's 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 part of it. But he he is getting better. He's getting a lot better, man. A That's lot. Good. I honestly wish I would have had something like that when I was a kid because I I I was all over the place too. Like, I, oh really? I was yeah. I was I was all over the place. Okay dog is fired from being cool on the podcast but uh i was just all over the place like my thoughts not as much my act i mean i was still a pretty active kid but it was definitely like not able to focus in school and stuff like that um but i uh i was on adderall for a while as an adult and like i was thinner and i was like there were things that i was was, was, sorry my dog's running around being an asshole breaking stuff so you said you were younger on Adderall, you had lost weight, you were doing things? Well, it was like, as an adult, like in my 30s, yeah. I was on Adderall, and uh, I was, like, I was doing good in some areas, like I was more organized, and I was more, like, on task with things, but, like, my emotions were all over the place. Like, once oh, really? it would wear off, it'd just be, like, such a hard crash, so I, I was just, like, I'm like, I gotta get off this shit, because I feel like like a psycho when i'm on it 
So when, when I, I was I'm, off it. I, I'm glad you said that. So like what 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 was like a trigger for you when you were off of it? Was it like bad bad thoughts or something? Because he's only eight. It's kind of hard to get him to explain how he feels when it wears off. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's different. But I think you telling me would give us a little bit of insight to how we can maybe help him out. So it's just you're just more sensitive to things. So that's that it was never I was never like I want to hurt my stuff. So right. anything like that in that situation, it was more like. If things weren't going my way, because because you're so on task and feel so like motivated during the day, once it wears off, it all kind of falls apart. So once that. Like whatever that chemical is that's making you uh on track wears off you feel like you're out of control oh, again right and, so, and especially as an eight-year-old you don't know how to put that into words so right. like, i just i just was like okay so what what's more important to me being able to be more emotionally leveled or be a little more organized and i was like you know what i'm i'm, I'm not like the hardest case when it comes to adhd i'm just i, I would say I'm more add than adhd right so uh that's that's kind of the direction I went was just like, I'll, I'll just try and, you know, remind myself that like, Hey, this is who I am. I have a little bit of dyslexia. Don't beat yourself up over it. Just, you know, be who you are. Right. Yeah, dude. We, um, the, the more we've learned about this, the more I look at my, uh, childhood and and I go, Oh, I basically had the same thing that he has, but, and I'm definitely not blaming my parents at all because I feel like I turned out okay. But it was just like spankings and, you know, just the fear yeah. of getting the belt kind of kept me in line. But I also realized, too, like, uh, dude, I screwed myself over on so many tests because my son is an overthinker. Yeah. And I remember being in elementary school and, and say I'm taking some tests and I got four answers that were C in a row. And I would go, that's four C's in a row, man. That That can't be it. And I would just go back and just change answers that I knew were right. That I knew were right just because I would overthink it. Yeah. Or um or I would skip questions. You know, like I, I would I would come so close to acing a lot of tests, but I wouldn't like a, or I wouldn't read the second half of a question. I mean, dude, that it, it, dealing with that as an adult screw me over. Like going back to school, like uh um we, we get emails from a school and I, I'm I'll open it and I go, God damn it, it's like three paragraphs. I'm like, I don't really want to read this, but I have to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's so hard to focus, man. It's so tough. I, I read things out of order all the time. And that, that Dude, I'm the same way. So like I'll, I'll start reading a paragraph and then I'll jump down two, then jump back up and I'm be like, all right, wait a second. I just confused myself here because you're just like, you see all the words and they're all going into your brain. Like I tried like a, a speed reading thing a while ago and it would just like flash the words on the screen. I'm like, I can read super fast. Like it's that, that's not a problem. It's okay. the comprehension where like I, I can get all the information and I can, but I like, it's so much better if it's audio, if I can hear something, I can know exactly what's going on. But if I have to read it, it just all jumbles together. I'm yeah, dude. I'm the, that's so funny. You say that I'm the same way. Like when I get one of those emails from the school, I'm like, all right, I'll read like half of the first paragraph. And then I go right down to the bottom. Then I'll go to the second paragraph, maybe the third. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Then I go back up to the first and then read the whole thing through. Yeah. If I just read it all the way through the first time, I will be fine. But, but for some reason, I just can't do it. I yeah, can't. your brain doesn't let you do it. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. And it's just one of those things where, like, I, it's almost like 
the same thing with like movies and TV shows where I get super into it and I get super anxious because I need to know how it's going to end. And like, like you kind of want, like, like I'm not even super upset about spoilers and stuff like that. Cause like, if I know where it's going, I can relax more and enjoy it more than if oh, I'm, wow. trying to, I'm trying to predict what's happening. And then uh, that's actually, once my girlfriend gets back in here, uh, we just started watching the Sopranos. We're like halfway through right now. I know, I know you're a huge fan. Oh, of Sopranos. Man. That's my shit. Yeah. Um, what, what did you do in the air force? Uh, for the first uh, five and a half, six years, I was a radar technician. I worked on a uh, Tipsy seventy five ACNW air control and warning radar, and it was it was uh, it was sold to me as an electronics job, you know, because you know you read the little printout and they go, oh, you get to use O scopes and bolt meters and mm-hmm. you're changing out circuit boards, but you're talking about like um, in some cases like uh, Cold War era. Um, equipment equipment so it's there's so many mechanical things that go wrong with these radars so i was we were switching out drive motors and we never really got down to component level like uh, but we learned how to solder and all that kind of stuff and read transistors and resistors and stuff Mm -hmm. and you know circuitry and all that kind of stuff uh, parallel and series and all that kind of stuff but it really turned out just to be kind of a a mechanical job, man, where you just, you're changing out big pieces of stuff and, and grease and joints. And, you know, we, we did some electronic stuff and, you know, but uh, for the most part, it was a lot of mechanical and, and wrench turning, but it was fun, man. Yeah. That's cool. It was, yeah. It was fun. It sounds it takes- challenging. It sounds like you stay engaged because it's like, okay, all this stuff is like kind of old and you have to, you know, you, you learn the, you know, the, like you said, the mechanics of things. And, right. And like, once you know those basics, you feel you figure out like okay i can fix some stuff not everything but i can fix most things because i know the basics of it right yep and uh so and it was fun because man like uh i had a pretty long tech school that's something my cousin told me he goes pick this pick a job that has a really long school because that means you're going to learn the most because i really wanted to go in to be a cop and Mm -hmm. he called me he was already my other my cousin was already in he actually retired like maybe two years before I did, he goes, Hey man, he called me from England. He goes, I heard you joining. That's great. He's like, I don't think you want to be a cop, man. He's just like, if you want to stand out in the flight line in the middle of nowhere and guard the F-16, go for it. But he was like, you don't want to do that. They bring you food. He's like, it's going to suck. So that's when I decided to change um, my thinking. And I went for the longest school possible. And uh, that's how I ended up with that job. But I, I say that to say, I was in class with a lot of guys that I uh, ended up going to my first base with. So I know them for eight or nine months. And at the time, that's a long time when mm-hmm. you're new to the military, almost a year. And so I had a, quite a few buddies go to uh, Luke Air Force Base with me. With me, And we kind of grew up together in a way. We kind of beca- became young men together. So it was fun, man. I mean, especially working nights. And it's just us. We got Humvees, deuce and a half. We got five tons. And we're like driving trucks around base. We're fucking with each other. It was it was just fun, man. So you guys work at nights, and then like your personal time would be like during the day. So would you guys go like like how would you p- spend that that time? Uh, when you're young and stupid, you never keep your uh, sleep schedule. Yeah. So basically, like I would get off of work, I would come home, uh, maybe grab breakfast because I live right next to the chow hall. Maybe grab a little bite to eat with my buddies. We might play some games or something for a little while on a 13 inch TV. Dude, me and my buddy Chad used to split screen. Um, uh, we used to split screen. God, what is that name of that game? Well, th- 
some of the original Call of Duties when it was just one v one. We would split yeah. split that on a thirteen inch TV, dude. Just standing there for hours, for hours, with seven and a half inches a piece, just trying to kill each other. That's hilarious, dude. Yeah, dude. Like we're um, we're so spoiled when it comes to video games and just like the the ability to have your own screen. Like that goes back to like the golden eye days where you'd be on like a twenty inch screen and, you and got that was big players. back then, yeah yeah and you got four players and you're just like i i couldn't even figure out where i was half the time because i know so small <laughs> i know dude it was fun but uh yeah i mean like when i first came in like the pt thing really wasn't that big of a deal so when you were off your time was basically your own maybe uh every once in a while it, it kind of sucked like we would work from 11 to 7 and they might have a commander's call at like eight o'clock and you got to kind of be there for that so sometimes like uh, we would end up working from like maybe 11 to nine and they, they would try to work, work it in where we would get an hour off or something like that here and there. But for the most part, yeah, dude, we just, <laughs> I just sucked it up and just went, I'm talking months with getting minimal sleep just because I would be up all day. Cause I was, I lived, I was in Arizona. So when that sun was up, man, it was bright. Yeah. You know, it was bright. When did you come to Dayton? Um, I came to, I went to Dayton and uh, let's say I went to Korea 05, 06. And at the Dayton, I went to, I will say about 2000. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. 10, 11, I went to Dayton. Was that around, when, when did you start uh, like trying comedy too? Oh, oh wait, in oh, Vegas. Okay, yep. so you're in Vegas doing comedy and then you come to Dayton and you kind of. That's when I started doing like more club stuff. Mm-hmm. Like in uh, in Vegas, um, basically all the clubs on the strip, especially at that time was all corporate run. So it was really hard to get anything going on like yeah. with the club. But do you, do you know Brant Tobler? I know the name. Yeah. Oh, but Brant, he, he had, dude, Brant has a crazy story, man. But anyway, he was working for these guys on the, on the strip. Like he was like a runner. So Brant would have like tens of thousands of dollars in cash on him. Yeah. I mean, he, cause he learned how to bet himself. So dude, he would have so much money so much money this insane insane amount insane amount of cash so um these guys bought la comedy club and he became like a kind of a silent partner because he had all this cash he didn't know what to do with so that's when we started to get a little bit of club work is because he was a partner and he would start giving us some mt spots but when i went to vegas i mean when i went to dayton that's when i got introduced to um the club through uh vince morris i know you know vince i know vince yeah Vince. so yeah i met vince in vegas and just it just so happened that like I got sent to Dayton where he lived, dude. I, I've been so lucky in my comedy career. I could have went anywhere, but I meet Vince, and like a year and a half later, boom, I moved to Dayton, and he That's was like crazy. my mentor. I, dude, it was insane. Vince is a, and, such a funny dude, and he's one of those guys that like I caught on to him probably around 2004 because there was a show called Shorties Watching Shorties with uh, Patrice O'Neill and right. Nick DiPaolo, and they do these animated things. And Vince had a bit that was on there about his dad like turning off the light. oh the click yeah the click, yeah, yeah. But yeah and i was just like once i saw that bit i was like an instant fan and then that he was one of the first people that i, I realized how 
approachable comedy is compared to right. other avenues of show business where like these people come to your cities. Sometimes they don't even live in LA. And, and like, so I, I got to meet Vince within like two or three years of starting comedy and just like that, that blew my mind. Yeah, dude. I met him six months in six yeah. months in man. And uh, he would, uh, I was, I was in Vegas for about two years and he, whenever he did come to town, I would take leave for the entire week. And the run at the uh, improv out there is, is Tuesday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I would, dude, I would go down there every day, Tuesday through Sunday. I was there and I would watch both, both shows. Yeah. Both shows. It's the way to go. Cause you learn yeah. so much by watching all the shows. Dude, because- yeah. I've seen that guy so many times. Cause you learn like, like a Tuesday show is different than a Thursday show and Thursday show is different than a Saturday show. And right. There's always different things. And so when you watch, you go like, Oh, they're doing the same jokes every night. You realize they're not, they're, they're really working. They're, they're like such professionals that they know how to, work the crowd and i i miss those days when the clubs used to be open from like tuesday till sunday because you get so many reps in in front right. of packed houses like the the cleveland improv is where i started doing comedy and it was like when i started it was tuesday through sunday and i would just like that build up to those friday shows where you knew it was gonna like they were always pretty busy but you knew those friday and saturday shows were just gonna be like bam like it was it was it was those were the shows level yeah yeah so yeah, man. I uh, so I got the date and I met him and I, he uh, introduced me to Doc. Who, he's not with the Funny Bone anymore, but I, I did my Doc. first. Yeah, I did my first guest spot. You know, it was just like uh, it was weird because I did my first guest spot and he asked Doc. He goes, "Hey, what do you think?" He goes, "I like him, but he needs to just do more material." He's just like, "Dude, I did all crowd work on a uh, on a guest spot." On a guest spot, yeah. But see, the the thing is, the reason why I did is because. Most of the shows in in Vegas were bar shows, and out there they never turn off the TVs. Mm-hmm. People are always doing like a video poker, so you had to engage with people to get them to listen to you. Yeah, so that's what I was used to. Well, that makes sense. Why you're so, you have such strong crowd work now? Oh, thanks, because, man. I mean, doing it in that environment where you have like people, you're you're trying to get their attention versus having a captive audience is is you know it makes it fish in a barrel. Cause I've yeah, done, dude, I've it's weird. It was like that where you like you, you know, you're the opener, you're doing 30 minutes in front of a cold crowd. And yeah, like, especially like casino gigs and stuff like that, where everything's on, no one's really paying attention to you. They're there for the show, but they're not really there for the show. Right. You kind of try to like, they, they like to fuck with the, the opener. So yeah, you yeah, learn those skills. Yeah, dude, it was like, it was either, it was, it was kill or be killed. <laughs> you know what I mean? It It really, it, I, and I would say like almost every comic that I started with in Vegas w- was pretty good at crowd work. I mean, you, you had to be, mm-hmm. you know, to a, to a degree, man, because they, they would just eat you up. It's just, especially off the strip, man, there's so many degenerates in Vegas, man. And they would just fucking lay into you, man. Yeah, they would that, really hurt your feelings. Yeah. And it, it gives you that thick skin too. And I remember like having some, some rough sets early on where like, they like someone not even trying to hurt my feelings hurt my feelings really bad and it was just like it, it got weird and uh i like came down early and the headliner came over he's like hey i don't care what's going on on stage do your time and i didn't do my time so like ever since then oh, uh, you had to like you had to have That's like worst, that, yeah. that meeting with yourself you go okay i know that i'm not gonna die if i'm up there so just right. enjoy the silence and and re you know you know recalibrate and and, and enjoy the show for whatever it is, whether it's bombing or killing. Right. And enjoy it. 
that's what I always tell super young comics. I go, you, one thing you really have to do is you have to become com- become comfortable with silence. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of young comics, they feel like if they're not talking on stage, that they're losing people. Like yeah. that, you know, like they're going to walk off the moment you stop talking. It's like, no, man, sometimes you just, just sit there for five, seven seconds. Don't say anything. Yeah. Because your mind starts to panic. And it's, it's, it's a good exercise to go calm down, fucking relax. Everything is going to be fine. They still want to hear you. Figure out what you want to do. And then, boom, go into it. Yep. You just got to get used to that. There's a moment in the documentary Comedian where Jerry Seinfeld's going through a bit. And he kind of loses place. It's like new material. And if you watch the DVD with the director's commentary, they, he's like, everybody watched this scene and they're like, oh, was that so painful? And he goes, no, it was, it was a few moments. And I was just trying to remember, like recompose myself. I had the audience locked in. They didn't even realize it was an uncomfortable moment. The way it was filmed made it seem like, and it was an uncomfortable right, moment. Right. We, we, we project all these uncomfortable moments and and think it's uncomfortable when it's like, hey, we're they don't know if we're pausing for effect or anything. So keep that in mind. Right. Yeah. Dude, Vince is a king at silence, man. He's oh, yeah. a king of that shit, man. He'll just do that. Mm. People are like, what, what's what's going on? What's going on? Uh, dude, I, I love watching that dude. He is so smooth on stage, man. He's one of the best, man. He should be way more famous than he is. I, I absolutely agree. He is so good. He's so smart. I mean, he can take anything, man, anything, anything and make it funny, man. And it's one of those things where you watch a guy like that and you like, he's got a great career. He is like respected amongst comedians, but that's when like the marketing and all those different aspects get into it. And you see like, okay, there's, there's different levels to comedy besides being funny. And he's, he's got, he's got a lot of great things, but the one thing he never pushed for like his his own humility is almost working against him because he's like if we were to say this stuff to his face he'd be like ah you know i'm just doing what i know how to do yeah he doesn't he doesn't you know fight for himself he's not like a social media guy really you know he's just like a guy that that has uh an ability but i don't know if he's and i know he's pushing for it but it's it's not the same as some people that like all they want is the fame but they don't act to break it up yeah, but he, he told me he's like I'm afraid of success, man. He's like I'm I'm afraid, you know. Why did, and a lot why of did you say that. I don't, I have no idea, man. I think I don't know if it's just like well, maybe some people feel like if they get successful, then somehow they'll be found out to be a fraud or something. Imposter because, syndrome, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 weird, but like that guy, honestly, man, I don't know many people that would want to follow him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm talking whoever some of the best are today i don't think many can follow vince man because when that when that guy is on he is on and he do he destroys rooms and he knows how to work every single crowd too so he's not a guy that goes out there and performs to his audience all the time he's a guy that goes up there and performs for any audience and then kills it where you know there's plenty of people that if they don't they're not in front of their audience they don't do well right and he's yeah, Vince, got that skill set. Yeah, he's he. I was very lucky to meet a guy like him. Uh, the first time I tried to get past at the Funny Bone, um, uh, I was told that I was too much like Vince Morris by, the, you know, 
uh, by the guy at the time. And I was just, he's like, I can't book you with Vince Morris. I'm like, well, don't book me with Vince Morris. There's other, yeah, yeah there's two other people you can book me with probably. Right. You know? Yeah. I was, I was as a younger comic, I was pretty uh, messagey as a younger comic and people used to kind of get on me about that. What do you mean messagey? Just for- like, I, I had a lot of like, uh, kind of like pro black, you know, like, yeah. but it was funny stuff. And people at the time, people were like, man, you got to be more silly. And I felt like uh, like the, the stuff that Vince was doing, I mean, 10 years ago, that's the kind of stuff people want to hear now. But he was so far ahead of his time when it came to like, but I wouldn't really call his stuff woke, but it was like, it was, it was funny, but very poignant. Yeah. And I think that's. And, and silly. That's the thing about Vince. He can combine all of those poignant, mm-hmm. funny and silly, man. And that's what I was talking about where he can go in those audiences where like, it could be like a whole Trump crowd and he's going to say things that they don't want to hear but he's going to make them laugh because it's got that silliness it's got that it's poignant and it's 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 just what like well manicured material and he got that and i think i think when people are when you're new and you're trying to do that stuff it can come across and messagey but then i think you keep going and you you learn more and you you get better at you know i don't want to say masking your message but at uh delivering it yeah like okay the point of this joke is one to be funny but two i want to talk about you know some issues that i i I find important and then you find a a a way to deliver those and almost get on like it's like you have your arms around the people that you disagree with and they're like nodding their head along with you and that's right fun part of it he's so good at giving you know what i mean yeah that's what i'm starting to realize man with comedy mobile phone companies say they offer home internet But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You really, you have to give to the audience. Mm-hmm. You have to give, man. You you gotta, you, you know, it's like you can't, um, it's weird because it's like you can't give people control of the room, but you have to, there's a weird way, there's a weird thing where you kind of have to like uh, be humble, but at the same time, like I'm in charge here. Mm-hmm. But you have to like almost come hat in hand in a way to let people know, like, hey, man, I hear you. I feel you. But I want to talk about this and I'm not judging you. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's a fun right. and it's, it's a almost fun like, little dance. It, yeah, it is a fun dance. It, it's one of my favorite things to do because I have uh, I have three kids. They're my stepkids and I've raised them like my own. I have all the, the those jokes about it. But one of my kids is transgender. And so when I I set up a joke and I could say my youngest son is transgender born a girl lives as a boy now and i just let that sit there for a minute and people are just like oh no this is gonna get preachy and then i tell the joke and they go oh that was actually a really funny joke and it helps them understand the situation right. and it, it's it's one of those beautiful moments where it's like anybody in the room is going to be a little bit caught off guard by how abruptly i bring it up 
right. they're very appreciative that it's not something like I'm telling you guys this is how you have to feel about it. I'm telling you, this is the story that happened to me and how it, it was funny and it's, you know, relatable. Exactly. The, the, uh, that's key, man. It's just like, this is, this is like how I feel. You're mm-hmm. so right. This is me, how I feel. Yeah. I'm not judging you. You can have your thought, but this is me. That's, that's great, man. Yep. That's it, great. Cause there's so like much said, like, that, that dance. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's yelling at people and you're like, you're wrong for this. You got to believe that people can believe whatever they want to believe. I also, I also have a bit that one of my favorite things to do is, especially when I'm working in a room like, like the improv in Cleveland is predominantly black audiences. Now I have a bit about the N word where I say like my family wants to, like they always use that same argument. Like, Oh, how come we can't say it? They can call us, you know, racial slurs, but we can't. And I say, you can, but you have to deal with the consequences. And if you don't want those consequences, you have to wait until it goes out of style. And the only way that's going to happen is if you get a time machine or freeze yourself cryogenically and like the tension to tell that joke in a black room where they're like, is he going to say this word or not ever? And then, and then once they see me like navigate that they're, they're very on board with it. It's very fun to do. Yeah. It's that's what comedy is, man. It's like towing that line, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just getting close, getting so close to it. And then like uh, when it comes like to the rule of three, that third one is the thing that steps over that line. Yeah. And then, and that's to me, like, that's the comedy. It's like, where you just go over the line and say something completely, you know, just irreverent. And, you know, it gets a laugh out of people, but they, it seemed like years ago, people knew you were just kidding. Right. You know? Well, and that, that, that's the people that don't, you know, it's it just like anything where like 98% of the audience is there either, either they laugh or they don't. And that's, that's how they handle it. They go, I thought that was funny or I didn't think that was funny. Right. And then there's that small percentage that is very loud about whatever offends them or whatever makes them angry or whatever they don't think is funny. And so those people get amplified, especially with things like social media, where they go, I didn't think this was funny. It's like, well, I was joking. Like, well, here's why it's damaging. And they, and it's like, oh, so this really isn't about what I said. It's about you having an agenda and using me as a vehicle to bring your agenda to light. Right. Exactly. Right. And that's fine. People have their issues, but yeah, it's just like, I think we should just leave comedy out of it. And, and, and I get it. Like I was talking to Mark, uh, last weekend, um, and I, I, I try not to be a person to shit on woke people. You know, I'm, I'm a pretty mm-hmm. progressive guy, but you know, they come up with so many rules and you can't say that you can't do this. You can't. And a lot of comments will complain, but I always tell them like, dude, they're actually making us better. They're yeah. making us choose our words very, very wisely. So if you want to, if you want to address transgender or gay or LGBT or race issues, you have to be very, very thoughtful about it. And when you get it to work, the joke is typically so good. Yeah. And, and almost untouchable. And that's why right. like where you, you walk behind them, you get your arms around them and then you walk them over there the line go. with you. And that's exactly, that's, that's exactly like the dance I like to do. So when someone like, when people go, Oh, I was just joking. And it was like, like I'm there. It takes a lot for me to be offended by a joke. Like you really have to just make it super personal or just real bad. But what I'm usually offended by is the laziness in the joke where someone's like ah, oh, they were offended by me i'm like no nah, you were just lazy with the way you're doing yeah that just wasn't a good material. joke yeah. yeah it's not a good joke yeah. like you're you know i get that you're joking i'm not offended by what you're saying because i understand that the, it was humor but your delivery was just 
like you're just trying to aggravate the crowd and there's no there's no craft to it there's no art to it right i i'm like you man what pisses me off about bad or shitty jokes is the fact that like man i still have to go on yeah you know what i mean it's just like because i've seen that happened so many times at mics where like it's just like it's just remember when Jesselnick popped and then everybody wanted to oh, do God, yeah it was just like you guys are ruining this room man and like being where i am uh now like i was in charlesville dude it just i was the only comic that had any experience with like real comedy mm-hmm. so i would watch these guys go on and dude when i first got here they would have these shows it would be seven eight comics on the on the uh on the bill or whatever you want to call it lineup. And they didn't know about five minute sets. Everybody was doing 15 minutes. That's ridiculous. That's I know. I would go what y'all horrible, do? dude. It was so bad. So I would sit there through seven or eight, 15 minute sets of people just bombing Yeah, a full room, a nice full room. And then they would just bomb, bomb, bomb. And then I would have to go up at the end of the show and deal what, you know, what was left. I'm like, this sucks, man. I go, and around here, I was driving from I was driving from Charlottesville to like Stanton, and um, uh, what's the other town where uh, it's where fucking uh, I can't think of the town, but it's Charleston. like an hour away. Charleston? No, it's it's uh it's where um, it's where James Madison is. I can't think of the name of the town. Okay. Um, but yeah, dude, and just driving in because I wasn't used to that either. That like moving here to Charlottesville changed my perspective about a lot of things. Like in Dayton, most shows were maybe 20, 30 minutes away. Sometimes I would go to Cincinnati. That was 50 minutes away, you know. But when I got here, there was nothing here. I either had to go to Richmond, which is an hour and 20 minutes away. And after the first year or two, I started going up to D.C., which is two, two and a half hours away, depending on the traffic. Yeah. So, dude, I was driving at least an hour to go sit around for an hour and a half to go up to a room that was 20 percent of what the original audience was. They're pissed off. They're tired. They're drunk. It just, it wasn't fun, man. And yeah, it was okay. just shitty joke after shitty joke after shitty joke, man. So that, yeah, that sounds like a nightmare. And that's one of the things that like, like I run shows and I, I, I feel like I put a pretty good template in place for like, that's one of the reasons that I'm, I'm kind of okay with being here in Cleveland. Like I was at work in the road for about eight years and then I got the show, the radio show. And so I, I started running shows here and I kept everybody's tight sets real tight. And then I also started uh, a competition that wasn't really a competition. It was more about learning how to write tight, quick jokes. So it's called stand and deliver. And I have people from the audience give topics to two comics and then they write the jokes during the show about those comics. And some people would try and do these long stories. And I'm like, no, 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 don't do these long stories. Do a setup punchline because that's what we're trying to teach you guys to do because you need those basic skills before you can start doing the story stuff. Right. That's what I used to try to tell people about Jessel. They come like, dude, that's like some, you know, like, uh, advanced level. Exactly. Some advanced levels. Like you need, uh, you need to go through all the prerequis- uh, prerequisites first. Mm-hmm. I was like, just learn how to write simple jokes. Yep. If you want to do cancer, a, I was like, that's fine. I was like, yeah, where you are, you're not going to get the MC or host any shows doing that shit. Yeah. Learn how to write a joke about popcorn first. Yeah. And then go about AIDS and all this kind of other stuff. Yeah. If you really want to do, you know, like uh, my buddy, he's, he is the Cleveland guy. He's just like, man, I need a molestation joke. I was like, you need, need it? you need a molestation joke. I just want one. The fact that you're like, you're just doing that. The, the, like there's no, 
experience or know nothing behind it, it's like you said, it's just going to come across as a shitty joke. Yep. You know, you just you're just trying you're to reaching. find you're reaching right you're reaching so hard. Uh, you're reaching. So you've been doing uh, the road now. You work regular with Mark Norman, uh, who is probably going to quit comedy soon. He's very bad at it. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> uh, but you guys were just uh, in North Carolina, South Carolina, South Carolina, Greenville. Yeah. How, how, how would, and then you were in Cleveland the week before that. So what's the difference like between those audiences, would you say? Uh, not to disparage anyone in South Carolina, but they were a tad slower. Yeah. But that's another thing you have to learn as you're doing the road. Cause like, I remember the first time I did like a Southern room, it was like it was terrifying because I, I was like, they they really don't get what I'm saying. And then mm-hmm. I slowed down a bit and it all worked the next night. Right. Yeah, I um I I did um I forgot who I was working with. He was like a cruise ship guy, but uh I did I had a weekend in Greensboro and I was just struggling the whole weekend, just bombing. And he was like, Hey man, you know what the problem is? He was like, You say God damn. I was just like I was like, what's the problem? He go, people here are really, you know, into God and church. And he's like, God damn is I'm like, but half of these people are sitting out here with like MAGA stuff on, like literally Trump stuff, you know, don't, you know, you better not kneel for the flag. And, you know, everybody else is a bunch of snowflakes. I'm like, but they're getting mad because I say, I said, God damn. Yeah. It it made no sense. And I was just like, well, I'm not going to stop saying it. I was just like, you can't yell at other people for being sensitive and you, you do the same thing. You know, you you get upset, uh, I did, but uh, yeah, yeah, I I, uh, I I I refuse to make any adjustments on that show. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I was like, the green be stubborn and, and and dig your heels and be like, yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck it, guess. man. Yeah, the green green uh, Greensboro Comedy Zone can kiss my ass. I was like, oh, I'm just I'm doing my set, but uh, it it was um uh other than other than them being a tad bit slower, we we had a we had a good time, man. But honestly, it's hard to compare anything to hilarities and and cleveland man to be to be honest uh it was a fun weekend but man to follow uh cleveland is just uh not fair yeah hilarities is uh i'm very spoiled having that club here it is a it is a cut above every club i've been to yeah it's you know it's it's, they treat you well you know it's just the the hotel is nice i mean when we went to greensboro or greensville greenville did it look like the set of saw (laughs) <laughs> the hotel it was not pretty man big jizz stains on the on the on the uh, oh. couch people were living there they're fixing their cars in the parking lot people with face tattoos there's meth addicts there's babies crying it smelled weird there's weird cars in and out i mean i'm talking about like nice cars porsches and like lexus with tinted windows big ass rims they would oh, come yeah. in then you know what that's about right and i don't like the profile but it's just like dude this is not cool man mm-hmm. it's a bunch of drug addicts and drug dealers and and people down and out on their luck and eventually eventually they, uh not eventually but the next day they got us a, a different hotel so well, but it was, it was it was dude it was bad i like how they they will try and lowball you until you you like some com- complain you go okay this is unacceptable and then they go okay fine we'll give you a better hotel which is probably like 40 dollars more a night and it's yeah. like you, you know come on take care I of know, you're the reason like the reason the show is happening is the is the performers and you don't take care of them off the bat yeah, yeah. And, and you're right man and this is like i get it i'm a nobody i, I have uh dues to pay but at the same time dude it's like uh don't don't put anybody where you wouldn't stay exactly and, and 
if you really can't put comics up in a decent hotel, then honestly, dude, you probably shouldn't be the owner of a club, man. Yeah. I'm, and I'm not saying you got to stay at the Four Seasons or the Ritz Carlton. Oh, but get a look no. into or something like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like, dude, get something respectable where people actually care, man. Yeah. Like and a three star hotel is not a bad place to stay. Yeah, but I can yeah, handle dude, that. Yeah. But would you just feel like I should probably wear shoes in the shower? That's not a nice place to stay. <laughs> no, I've been in far too many. Yeah. Uh, let me grab my girlfriend. I want to I want to talk about Sopranos a little bit before we wrap up. This again is Sam. Hello, and, I'm back. Welcome to me. And uh, we are about halfway through the Sopranos. We're, we're working our way through season three right now. Okay. Season three. Yeah. Oof. What was the last episode you saw? Oh, uh, what was it? Was the I was falling asleep. The one after thanksgiving so like thanksgiving is like ralph so we'll say the thanksgiving oh where well, yeah. they canceled thanksgiving and yeah and christopher yeah. uh somebody i think jackie jr showed up and then yeah, he jackie goes, jr's yeah. like oh yeah i was there and all that stuff so it's it's right around there and so it's it's like a lot of so tension ralph, with with ralphie right now yeah because mm-hmm. ralphie ralphie <laughs> ralphie fucked up yeah yeah Oof. so uh and like, like what did ralphie do i don't want to spoil it because even though i've seen it what did he do why is tony pissed because he killed that girl. He okay. killed that stripper. All right. Hey. Whoopsie, you're being you were being so good. Come here. Okay. And he wouldn't apologize or something, right? Oh, well, you know what? Because Tony hit him and Tony <laughs> and so like then he called him out on it. All right, let me put my dog away real quick. It's all right. Have you seen pictures of this dog? Of course I did. Okay, so her legs are shaved and I call them pretzel sticks now. <laughs> and i just That's taught her how to, how to give me her paw so i was like give me pretzels and now she gives me her paw and it's adorable oh my god look at you i know i'm trying out here you should work for the uh police department and train dogs now since you just uh give me pretzels find the drugs i know right bring me og kush <laughs> i only like sativa dog where's it at you, you got a cool look you got a uh like uh what do you call that look it's not know. grunge, but it's like a, not even a. Uh, I mean, with the beanie and the the flannel, I think that falls. Yeah, out. like you might have dated a lot of uh, a lot of uh, like a motocross guys. Never, never one. Never, uh, never one. <sighs> yeah, you drink like you might have dated a lot of guys with monster tat, with monster stickers on their back window of the trucks. No Kyles. All no right. Kyles, no motocross guys. No, no. motocross guy. Just just oh, nerdy God. comics who like uh, who like Jordans. I mean the shoe thing. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, I got these fire red fours. I know. I just bought my son some. Those I, are dope. I got the early access on these. So I, 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 yeah, I, uh, I didn't get them. I tried. What size shoe do you wear? Thirteen. Oh, wow, convenient. What's oh, your? Oh, that's address? right. You're trying to steal my, uh, <laughs> uh, my, because I, I posted that I got the, uh, off white fives. Yes, give me, yeah. give them here. <laughs> I'm sitting on those for a while. Was it for a comedy special or something? We'll see what. But uh, all right. So, Ralphie. This dog is an asshole today. It's all right. As long as she's not in here. Okay. Ralphie, kill the stripper. I think Ralphie is the craziest character on the show. He's, he's wild. And he's, he's so, like, entitled, unlike the other guys. I feel like everybody else, they kind of know their role. They, you know, they, they've had some life scared into them, mm-hmm. whereas right. Ralphie just feels like everybody owes him something and it's really dangerous. Yeah. 
I'm not I'm not gonna I'm obviously not gonna spoil it but what I really like about Ralphie is they make you hate him mm-hmm. and then you're gonna they're gonna really humanize him and it it it, it tears at you yeah it well, tears oh I'm not ready the, 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 one, the one thing that has been interesting about this show is because it's such an early like dramatic story like where right. the tv shows weren't like this before the soprano so it's very groundbreaking so it there's, is there's very like there's scenes as you're watching it in 2020 where you're like okay this is real dated or real like like they didn't know how to do it or they didn't have the budget for it back then and you kind of have to accept it whereas if you were watching it back then it was just like oh this this is all so new and so brilliant right. but like right. there's definitely like a lot of scenes usually with the kids that are real corny you yeah. love pointing out how awkward it is. It's the, cor- so the, the, funny. the kids see like what? Scary. So like when uh, it, it's a scene at where uh, what's the daughter Meadow. Meadow Meadow and her friend are like it's the night after they got super drunk and got in trouble having the party in his mom's house and they're just like dancing and like listening to music that they probably wouldn't listen to. It's like <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's like too cheesy about it. And like one time Ugh. she says something about like. I lost my bare naked lady CD. I'm like, that's, that's not the girl that's listening to bare naked ladies. That's when the guy was over the house. She's like, I'm gonna go get the bare naked lady CD, and then we can leave. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the just, Noah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Jamal Ginsburg, the Hasidic homeboy. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's little things like that where it just they're a little bit awkward. There's some with uh, AJ too, where like him and his friends. Cigarettes yeah. outside the convenience store. I know yeah. the cop is watching, but uh, yeah, like uh, they were listening to No Scrubs. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. In the kitchen cooking. Yes. And it was like, like that is a song they I, I hated it too. But it's oh. weird. It's just like it doesn't feel very authentic in that. I know. Do like, I remember seeing that live and I and I remember going like, God damn it, what they're gonna do is give this chick a fucking record deal and she can't sing. I was like, I know I was oh. like, why watch they give her watch <laughs> they give Jamie Lynn Sigler a, a, a record deal. Thank God they never did. Yeah. But as soon as I saw her singing, I was just like, oh, God, please don't try to make her a music star. And I saw I saw her and uh, the actor play AJ was a uh, Robert Eiler. Eiler. Yeah. yeah. And they were on uh, your mom's house podcast and they're talking about things. Oh, like, really? How like early on, you know, their kids in like the Internet was not what it is today, obviously. But there was still like, right. message boards where people were like ripping these kids apart and they're like we're the only ones that knew how to get on the internet. So we're the only ones that are aware that everyone's trashing us. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. It does suck. I know it's like all new and it's like, yeah, it's all new. You only, you, you know how to use it and yeah, you go to, you Google yourself or whatever, or, or Yahoo yourself. And it's nothing but people talking trash about you. Yeah. They're like, mm-hmm. Oh, Me- um, Meadow got fat this season. And she's like, Oh god, that's years terrible, old. man! I just yeah, and she's like, I just ate a cheeseburger today. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, but but I really do like the show, and I like uh, how you know, there's those little things that like every once in a while kind of take you out of it, but like the story progression is oh, great, dude, yeah. and like seeing the, you character know, the character development is it's just it's, it's so like, good. Like him, like if for people who are watching it now who've never seen it, like him going to therapy to go, ah, oh, that's nothing. But you got to remember, like, that was 1999 before self-care and therapy was, like, a big thing. Right. And on top of that, you... Right. And on top of that, here's this alpha male mafia guy going to see a therapist. I mean, it was crazy. Well, it's like... So good. 
in season one where they're giving uh, Junior shit for eating pussy. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, so you're eating pussy? That, you're gay. That's a gay oh, thing yeah. to do. And um, that's hilarious. Junior, no! Get your pencils, grab your shit. Don't be here tomorrow. <laughs> Junior, no! Oh. <laughs> you blabbermouth cunt. <laughs> You're so Sorry. good at that. I love it. Yeah, you watch I, the show a lot. I, dude, I've seen it so many times. So many times. I'm actually going to go, if if everything is safe, I'm, uh, me and my buddies are going to go to uh, Sopranos Con in Atlantic City in, in April, dude. Oh, That's nice. Thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Dude, people That's, are obsessed. With, yeah, I'll go. I'm, up, dude, I'm obsessed with the show. And honestly, dude, like... Uh, the more I've watched it, um, the more I like re- start relate relating to like stuff that Carmela goes through and like like next season, dude. I'm telling you, next season she is fantastic in that season. Ooh, fantastic. And there's there's so many life lessons in that show. Like the mafia stuff is cool, but there's so many life lessons in Sopranos, man. And that's kind so of many. The, the beauty of the show is right having those things all intertwined like yeah it's it's fun to have the mafia aspect of it but even just like seeing someone like christopher go through what he's gone through so far in these three seasons where like he was kind of addicted to drugs and then he got almost almost died and now he's you know a made man and he feels that pressure and he's just becoming a a, a man before your eyes every character has a lot of depth and i think that that's important because in a lot of shows like that you have like three or four main characters and they get all all the attention and all the depth and there's just fucking side chuds yeah they're just there to like move the plot along Mm -hmm. yeah right like like you're right like when christopher gets made and he gets um i think paulie gave him his sports book Mm -hmm. yep you just owe me whatever it's like three drees a week just make sure i get my money you're good to go And you think like it's just like this easy life. And then like he gets that he gets handed that that gig and he goes, man, this shit is not. Mobile phone companies say they offer home Internet. But if their Internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone Internet, not home Internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com internet for details. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We were prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Easy, because even the guy was like, dude, Polly used to do this. He goes, fuck that. I'm not Polly. Mm-hmm. You know, I do things my way. Mm-hmm. He had to learn the hard way. Like, dude, there's a way to do this because it, it, it's... Yeah, people just think the it's just all fun and games. Not fun and games, but it's just easy. It's like, no, dude, he's actually working. You it's know what work, I mean? And, and it's, out. it's a level of commitment that yeah. I don't think people are really understanding where it's like that family comes before your actual family. It comes before anything yeah. else. I took and a that, note, Carmela. Yeah, that, that <laughs> loyalty is not something one. you see with people these days. Yeah, it is wild, man. Mm. Just they're just they're literally just ready to die for this guy, you know. Because just because he's the boss, he's the boss, man. Could have been the boss. That's the guy. 
So who's your who's your I'll ask you this. Who's your favorite and worst and your least favorite character right now? Ooh. Uh, I really. I would say my least favorite is probably Ralphie, just because they're setting him up to be that like the the heavy in the episodes. Uh, but I, I really love Polly because I just think Silvio, so love- Polly and Silvio, any care, any scene with them is usually like a pretty fun scene. It's a pretty funny show too. I like, I like those guys. Like a lot. the humor so in that show is fantastic. It's so funny. Like I, I'm from Rochester, New York. I grew up, I went to uh, um, private Catholic schools my whole life. So dude, I, I love Italian people. I love Italian culture. I, I love all of that. So like all the little nuances and the little weird things they say and how they say it mm-hmm. is so funny to me, man. There's a lot of like black dudes my age. We're just like obsessed with Italian culture mm-hmm. and just how just, it's just so funny how they communicate with each other. And yeah, like, it's, it's it's real fun. fucking hilarious. Yeah. And it's very funny. And it's also like, it's so macho, but also so fragile at the same time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's just like, like you said, it's so macho. They never want to seem like too smart or too dumb or too. They, you know what I mean. They always want to kind of stay in the middle of like, uh, of, of. They always kind of want to be neutral emotionally, even yeah. though they have their feelings about certain things. Yeah. They want to come across like they don't give a shit. You know. Yep. yep. It's not a big deal. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for for being on the podcast. Where can people oh, yeah. find you on social media? Uh, at Chris Allen Comedy, A-L-A-N, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And I ha- I do a live show on uh, that airs on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube called He Got Answers. And it's just an AMA advice show. Oh, cool. Uh, every That's Tuesday fun. at 9. Cool. Yeah. We'll have to- oh, you know what? Maybe one weekend I got to have you on. We can talk sneakers and all that kind of stuff. So Hell yeah, man. That'd be fun. Look yeah. You got yeah. a sneaker boyfriend. I got lots of sneaker don't, don't boyfriends. Don't hate, don't, don't hate Sam. I'm not hating. I'm because he might be before a black man one day. <laughs> <laughs> just take him. I don't want to talk about him. I don't know what the difference between threes and fours are besides one number. Unsure. Oh boy, that's hey, a foul. She likes to judge me on that. All right, I'm thanks, not man. Judging you. That was a lot right, of fun. Man. All right, thanks, Bye. Right, See ya. Oh, your hair is sparkly. What's going on in there? They put tinsel in it. Fuck yeah, dude. How like the hair My daughter has gold. I did blue. Fancy. Love That's it. Fun. I was trying. Better than me. <laughs> All right. Let's get to it. Let's hey. do it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, the Instagram hottie segment. And wait, let me start again. Are you going by Monday McGruber or? <laughs> Either one. Um, I mean, I can do both. It's it's whatever you want. What where you want to try and send people? Ooh, is there a I'm Christmas lights in the I'll just tell them about Monday McFarland. Yeah, there you go. I just didn't want my work finding out, so like I changed it all. We'll go by Monday McFarland. Yeah. Hey, stop! Come here. Why why does she get like this? As soon as we start recording, she starts barking. Because she hates you. I don't, I don't know where the. Because she knows you have like something important to do. What do you need to get out of here? You hate the workplace. Come here, dog. This is the toy that I got her today that definitely looks like a dildo. Dad, I have so many questions. <laughs> Not me, the dog. It's for the dog. It's a rubber, rubber <laughs> rope. It's a rubber rope. It's supposed to be good for him. Hey! I would just get her get her a normal rope. No. Uh, well, it's a rubber stick, I guess, is what it's called in your car. My dog, called, my dog has like a bunch of fake ones and they hurt like 
freaking hell when it's like a Lego when you step oh, on them. God. Oh God! Yes. Oh, yeah. We there's the one of worst. Those, but I took it to my house, so it lives under my kitchen table and never played <laughs> day. All right, all right. Let's try. No, this. No. Are you comfy? Are you cozy? Are you tucked in? I'm you- good. I got my blankie. We're good to go. Yes. My my wine's all the way over the, in the kitchen, but like I'm good. Are you sure right. this is important? Yeah. I'm I'm drinking right in front of you. That's right. fine. I I was drinking out of the bottle. I don't have a glass. So I'd have to get a glass. <laughs> You don't okay, have to get a glass. You, you can't one up me on this show. Then. <laughs> no, you can. That's funny. Uh, I, I'm so mad. I would be so mad. I, it, that makes it even funnier. I'm gonna play. Some I mean, I'll easily go grab episode. it. <laughs> I think we've kind of already started. I'm gonna cut in here somewhere. Uh, I'm here with Monday McFarland this week's in, Instagram hottie. Uh, you're new to the uh, the OnlyFans thing, but I've known you for quite some a couple of years now, and uh, you're actually one of the early. Uh, Sam Knowers. Oh, what do yes. they call those? I don't know. Sam Knowers. I, I know. guess. I was super excited when it like became official. I was like, "Hoo I've met her. <laughs> met her. I've been around for some things. I like her. <laughs> Thank you. Let me open the door and see if it's just her. All right, let's talk shit about Bill while he's gone for thirty-two seconds. <laughs> Someone's Bill shit talking. Oh man, I need like one of those things to like hold, like my car mount, you know. Yes. Where's your man? Make him hold your phone. He's in West Virginia. Well, that's really far away. Uh, no. He's hunting. What? Did she poop when you went outside? No. Mm, She's got poop. That's what it is. Farted. All right. Well, this won't be that long. She's at least not. That's what she said. (laughs) How? That's so smelly. I know. (laughs) That's what like China food. Parts. She's got real bad parts. Well, first she has to poop. Imagine when you have to poop. Yeah. No, thank you. No, <laughs> those farts are probably so bad. Oh man, she's got some bad farts too. I have an awful fart. Who's <laughs> the captain? I don't know what passes captain. General? Admiral. <laughs> the fart admiral. Is admiral oh, captain? You know what? This is what we're gonna do. You think you can do an interview? I don't know. What do you want me to talk about? Talk sure. about whatever. I got to take this dog out. Great. Make it take a minute. Okay, I'm going to go get my wine then. Go get your wine and let's have a fucking girl's time. I'm scared. This is going to be so awful. Maybe not. Who knows? Well, this, is the best, this is the best interview that's ever been on the podcast. <laughs> it probably will be. I mean, put you down for a second. Okay, I like this view. Don't get a okay. glass. Don't get a glass. Be- don't get a glass? No, fucking be yourself. This is what this is all about. I put right. myself on this podcast way more times than I wanted to be. I'm not going to lie to you. Those are my favorite, not to be like cheesy as fuck, but those are my favorite podcasts, the ones that you're on. When I'm just fucking screaming bloody fuck at the microphone. Like, get the fuck out of it. Like, I'm just- I love it. This is who I am as a person. It's because everyone's always just like, ooh. I mean, all the podcasts are good. Don't get me wrong. But- You don't have to lie. It's fine. It's just me. (laughs) It's just me. (laughs) But yours are my favorite. Well, thank you. Uh, I don't want to take compliments. So I'm just going to- Cheers. Right. It's just awkward. Like, hey. Oh, man. What kind of wine are you drinking? It's watermelon. I got it when we went to California. Fancy. It's not bad. I mean, it's a little too sweet, but it was $5. Vodka or tequila in that bitch? Done, son. Golden. That's a genius idea. I'm an alcoholic. I have a few of them. Uh Me too. I just finished all my liquor. That's why I was drinking. Oh, that's why I'm at Bill's house. He has whiskey and I don't. There. Just cool. I actually like it. It's fine. Uh, I just hang out with my boyfriend because he's got alcohol. <laughs> um, okay, so I have to do an interview. What the fuck is an interview? The only time I've I done know. interviews is for 
people to work with me slash for me and I'm not good at that either see I've never done those I've just been interviewed what do you want oh so you're on OnlyFans now you're new to the OnlyFans situation yeah so I made one like I don't know a couple weeks ago like as a joke kind of when I was drunk that's and then, the only way it starts. Always. And then, oh, like, I, never, I didn't bro. think I was going to do anything with it. And then Seth, like, kind of talked me into it. That's your man? Not talked me into it. He's just like, he's like, it's cool if you do it, and I'll take all your pictures, and blah, blah, oh, blah. You're a hype man. You have a built-in hype man. I really do. You're fucking fantastic. <laughs> so then I was drunk I on Sunday, and I said, you know man? what? Do it. Give me groceries. Fucking- fucking- so I shared it with everyone. Oh, I love it. And, I love and it. And then he let up. I let me laugh because I told them I'm like oh hey by the way like I I kind of launched the OnlyFans and he's like really used did it while I was gone because he's been gone since Friday I'm like yeah I mean might as well I'm here alone like (laughs) what else am I gonna do and then like it dawned on me like I'd have to change the name and stuff because I don't want my work finding out totally fair then we came up with Monday McFarland well okay so how did you get to that name so my friend Vanessa has like a list of names that she would want to go by if she was ever like a writer. Okay. Ooh. And one of her names oh, was okay. Monday McFarland. What the fuck is that called? Not a. Is it a? It's a pet. It's a pen name. It's a pet, kind of. It's like a uh, ghostwriter. Ghostwriter. No, ghostwriter. Somebody That's else writes it. it, and you. Uh, I don't know. Some fucking Mark Twain is a one of these things i think yeah because mark twain isn't like his real name right yeah i don't there's this a fucking fancy literature term but we are not in that fucking playground. i'm not that smart <laughs> we're, not, we're not in that playground we're <laughs> i don't know that Mm-mm. so then we came oh, on monday McFarland, and i thought it was sexy so we it kind of reminded me of like um superheroes um lady yes. mary, mary jane mary jane watson yeah 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 like, it kind of gave me, like, that sexy vibe. So I was I'm like, fuck it, Monday McFarlane. I'm thinking that, and all I can picture is her with a giant bottle of whiskey. Because, like, yes. McFarlane sounds Irish as fuck. Yes! This bitch is chugging shots of whiskey. I'm just doing body shots of J-Mo. <laughs> yes! That's what my OnlyFans is going to be. <laughs> this is the best. I don't like, I like this better without him. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm not sorry. This is so much better. It's like a little girl's time. Like, where's our cheese? We have our drinks. Where's our cheese? So where's our cheese? Oh, I love cheese. And crackers? Oh, so yummy. Yes. Oh, okay. What else? I, need to, I actually need to, like, try to do a good job here, I guess. We did good. You know he's gonna come in and like re-ask all these questions again. No, he's not. He's gonna be like, "What?" (laughs) I'm like, "I don't know." We talked. We had wine. We cheers. It's fine. That's all we got. All we got. It is kind. I do kind of like it though, because then I was thinking like, every girl wants to feel sexy, right? Yeah, and get compliments from people that like unexpectedly, but kind of like it's just like going out in public wearing an outfit that you know you look good in, and somebody like turns their head. It's just like that, but it's like that pandemic version, and with money. And sometimes like what's sexier than someone paying me five bucks to see a, a boob oh, like i have two, ten dollars right here <laughs> right, <that's What's> up? <laughs> there are i have noticed i forgot like the the creeps in the world especially the creeps like that i know i okay so can we talk about that for a second like i would rather get a dick pic from a stranger super unsolicited and just be able to completely make fun of it and be like, this little fucking f- creep is just like, look what his little dick looks like, everybody, because here it is. Right? And when it's somebody you know. So weird. So awkward. 
Like, and then I can't, oh, they have to be nice in their face. And it's just like, it's weird. I had a guy one time, he asked me, he's like, would you like to see a good picture? And I was like, no, like I'm, and this was before this all started. I was like, no, like I'm good. Just a good picture. Not like implying anything. No, he said just a good picture. I said, no, I'm good. And then he goes, well, at least I'm a gentleman. And I ask first. Ew. And I was like, I don't don't even know what that means. Like, how does that make this better? (laughs) That, no, fuck that. (sighs) The unsolicited dick pic will never go away. I swear. It won't. And. Oh, I have a really funny unsolicited dick pic story. But recently, I was having a conversation with a friend-ish of mine. Like, he's a friend of a friend. I've seen him around. We've never had an actual face-to-face conversation. But he sent me a selfie of him because we were talking about his sunglasses. And he's like, oh, I took a picture of me and my sunglasses the other day. And it, like, totally describes who I am as a person. I'm like, sweet, great, can't wait, show me because you're a super fun guy. I can't wait to see how weird and wild this is. Like he's shirtless, isn't he? Full frontal nudie. Sunglasses only, tongue out. I hate people. Call me. I hate people like, so much. I don't why did we were just literally UV rays in my eyeballs and now I have you your veins in my eyeballs. I don't uh, <laughs> no thank you. No thank you. Oh, like I'm good. I, I'm good. If I want to see a dick, I will either ask or look on the internet because it, they're out there. In the world. They're everywhere. Like I don't need you to send them to me. I can go looking. I also have pictures of my phone of a dick that I would like to see on a daily basis. Yeah. So like, like why do I need to see yours? Sit on. Like, I want that. I'll see that one all day. Please, thank you. <laughs> that one won't hurt me in any capacity. <laughs> that, one, that one's never done any harm. <laughs> I didn't ask for. Oh, this is the best. I love this. This is so good. You better keep all of this in. He, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to, I just scooted into the middle of this desk. I don't know what buttons to push. So you can't leave until he comes back. I wasn't going to leave anyway. I got so burnt tanning today. So it's like, oh, damn. My face is more red than usual. My face looks just, I don't know. There's a zit here and it's annoying. But oh, I had one like on the inside of my nose. The like, worst. Oh, I, and I just got my nose. This, double this is gonna be the like, picture that he posted. You bet. So since we we I I met you at a festival, how are you yes. dealing with all of this no fucking live music bullshit shenanigans? I I hate it with the passion. Like I would give anything. To go to see like maybe like a shit band at the Agora or a shit band, like a band I've never even heard of or would go see just to see some live music. I looked up, so the Beachland's doing some shows, but it's all seated. And I looked up, so you have to buy it by the table. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, $320 for a four person table. But this is also some guy that sells out. His name is Tab Benoit. He's a blues musician from uh, oh, very cool. I think. But like, and he sells out every year. But $320? What if I don't have friends? Because I go to concerts alone. So I'm supposed to fucking shell out half a fucking paycheck to go do a thing? No, right? Dude, like that's take it down. Well, that's like, um, we were going to go to Burt Kreischer's drive through thing. Bill and I did. That was, I bought. Oh, it, was it fun? It was really fun. But there were trains that went past like every 25 minutes. Oh, that's annoying. But it was still fun. 
Well, when I first bought the ticket, I thought it was 300-something per ticket, not per... Okay, you're just scooching like, me out of the way because you're back now. I'm joining in. We had a great time. We did have a great time. I'm not going to tell you, you anything about it. No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to watch what you guys did and then comment on it as I, I watch it. That's fun. It's gonna be fun. I made a joke that you were going to just cut it all out. <laughs> I wouldn't do it if I was just going to do that. We'll um, see. You don't know we'll what we said. So, anyway... Do you talk about her tits yet? Who not yet. Her, hers. Oh, she's got the OnlyFans. We it's talked Monday about the OnlyFans. Oh, okay, well, that, then you talked about it. You tits. were right. He did ask all these questions. Um. Uh, anyways, back to Burt Kreischer. Uh. <laughs> well, yeah, we were gonna go to that show, and then I thought it was three hundred and twenty dollars per ticket, not like per. Car. It it was weird. It was like so you could do it by like uh it had to be by car, but per person by car. So you could do a two, a three, a four, or like a five or a six. So it was like it, it, it depended on how big your car load was. I think the bigger it was, the cheaper your tickets were. But I don't know. Like the more oh, people, the more, yeah, yeah. I just miss. I miss concerts. I miss comedy shows. I miss. I miss everything. Well, Being out in the there's world. There's still some comedy shows going on if you look out around. Yeah, we... I, I mean, I have, but they're usually on date somewhere I'm working. All right. Well, weekend. Okay. <laughs> Only fans. Don't you make your own schedule. Hilarities. <laughs> I mean, I have a normal job too. <laughs> Fuck it. OnlyFans only. Oh, I'm hoping. I believe in you. All right. About your tits. What do you want to talk about her tits? Oh, yeah. About my they're, tits. They're huge. So they they're should, massive. So they should subscribe to your OnlyFans, which I did. I'm a good uh, I'm a good patron. You did. You did. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. it. I don't think I've actually looked at it yet, though. Let me. I'm going to do my live reaction to your OnlyFans. I don't think. Why post- are you so. so oh, I did post my tits on there today. Yeah. Oh. I did. I mean, it's like a side view of the tits. It's not like a full Ooh, side boob. Yet. Side boob. Right. Give me that. Side boob out. Yes. I mean, they are. Oh, my hair is just covered. I mean, they are huge. They're fucking Look at that cleavage. Go back down. Go back oh, down. Go back there. Okay. Ooh, what's up, titties? What are you barking about? God damn, I hate this dog. All right, talk amongst yourselves again. Whoopsie, you're only doing me favors now. This is the only time I like when you're barking. <laughs> What else do you want to talk about? So you're the Instagram hottie. Tell tell me something. I, I, I don't, I've never been an Instagram hottie before. Hey, me either. That was me last week. And my ass was on the internet. And my uh, one of my delivery drivers at work messaged me on Instagram. I was like, hey, Sam. <laughs> like, okay. Who the fuck? I made a new Instagram for like just this. Yes. And everyone keeps messaging me on both of them. Being like, oh my God, is it really you? Oh my God. Is it, or did someone make up a fan? I'm like, no, like it's. Like mm-hmm. it depends on who's asking. Like who? I'm not that important that someone's making a fake Instagram about me. Yes, you are, Queen. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, Queen. Like, do you see these beautiful ones I have freaking... carrying around? Um, Seth calls me Big Tits McGee. So, ooh, that should have been your fucking thing. That I oh. Tits McGee, really Big Tits McGee. Yes, love it. I'm Tiny Tits McGee. There we go. We can just make our own. <laughs> We got big tits and little tits, McGee. Booty McScooter. That just sounds like my dog that rubs my butt on the carpet. (laughs) (laughs) No! Uh, Yeah, sorry about my dog. She's annoying. But she's super adorable. She's very adorable, but not really once you get the (laughs) She's She's the worst. The the further away from her you are, the more you like her. (laughs) When I spend two or three days away from the dog, I love her for 20 minutes instead of five. 
And I go back to hating her. And I'm with her every goddamn day. You bought her, idiot. I know. I know. It's like having children all over again. <laughs> They're not as needy as, honestly, she's she's way more needy than any kids. That's true. Mine's kind of cool. She doesn't need anything. Look, okay, because you influence your kid's personality with the dog. Just doesn't give a fuck. No, That's true. The dog's like, you are my whole world, and I am your whole world. And then That's it. the whole world. And then chicken. And then chicken. Oh. All right. How long have we been going? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. This thing. I told her that I didn't know how to turn it off, so she had to stay with me until you got back. So I don't know. Well, I'm back. Uh, make sure you check out her OnlyFans. Your Instagram is Monday McFarland. It, how do you spell it? Um, M- Monday, like the regular day, and the McFarland M C F A R L A N D. Okay. And I think there's an underscore in between them, if I'm correctly. Okay. I'll make sure I tag it. it. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure I tag it in the. Deal. And, and everything and uh thank you so much for being on the bill square show with sam quick question and- no problem. where do you get fucking tinsel hair amazon for like 10 bucks and it's like a it'll last your lifetime last your you lifetime just clip it in How the fuck yeah it does t- well it's like a tie-in oh. so they're and there's like six of them in there and they're the knots at the top are so small you can't feel them i love this it's like christmas dreads i know I'm I'm about even like christmas. i hate christmas you want christmas? but we love tinsel hair Love, love fucking gentle hair. <laughs> We're about it. All right. Well, thank you so much. Cheers I'm to excited you. to Welcome. hear what you guys Cheers. said. And uh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Make sure you guys like, subscribe, share, uh, especially subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm trying to get that up to a thousand followers and we're, we're getting close. So that's all. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>